Have you ever wondered what makes bodies tick? Are you creating the sexual reality you desire and require? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? What if your fantasies are not as strange as you thought they were? What if you could learn to be kinder to your body and kinder to others' bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life, or lack of it, affected other areas of your life? Have you lost your mojo and wondered where to find it? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, Body Whisperer, Melitza Yelenich. Hello, all you beautiful people out there in Radio Land. This is Melitza Yelenich, and today you are listening to The Pleasure Zone. I am so happy to have you guys on today. I love uh, speaking with you. I love contributing to you. I love you contributing to me by listening to my shows. And I also love receiving emails and letters and texts from you guys. So please feel free to contact me. Um, you know, if this show kind of sparks something in you or if some of my shows in the archives are interesting to you and you just feel like connecting, feel free to friend me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, check out my website at melitzajelinek.com. Um, whatever you like. I love hearing from you guys. So um, before we get uh, into this topic today, which is the topic uh, doesn't have a fully developed title at this second. However, it has a lot of content. Um, and pretty much what I'm looking at today are some top things that uh, men think women assume in sex and relationship. Um, and for the most part, the men that I've spoken to, I get that I have assumed quite a few of these things before. And the cool thing about looking at this stuff is that um, if we kind of stop and choose something different, we can create relationships in a totally different way. So we will be talking about that in a second. I'd just like to let you guys know a little bit about me. Uh, so what brings me to this show, you know, every week or whenever I happen to show up is that um, I love bodies. And one of the things I love about bodies is I love assisting them and having greater ease. And one of the ways I do that is through body work that I do. I do a type of somatic body work called the mitzvah technique. Um, and somatic body work, what it does is through movement, it starts to release different things on an emotional, energetic um, physical level, all those levels. Um, it's really gentle work. A lot of people say it's akin to kind of having yoga done to you. Gentle kind of hatha yoga, not like straining ashtanga yoga. So it is like a very gentle movement that starts to align your body from the skeletal system out. One of the cool things about this work is even though it's not directly myofascial related, it does release a lot of stuff from the myofascial um, areas of the body. So all the fascia um, actually start to have some ease as well. So uh, that is one thing that I love, love, love doing with bodies. And another um, few things that I do are different kinds of energy work. I am a Reiki master. And I've been doing that for 19 years now. I realized the other day that I think it's actually the anniversary, the 19th anniversary um, of me um, studying Reiki. So it's very exciting for me that it's been 19 years and I still get to keep choosing to invite people to more of them through energy work and body work. Also, um, one of my other favorite things to do with bodies is something called the access bars which came into my life about five years ago and is an amazing body of work that isn't just the bars it access consciousness itself has 
lots of different things in it. Um, one of them is the bars, one of them are Symphony of Possibility Sessions, aka SOPs. Um, also tons and tons of different body poses. So I've actually been studying body work and energy work for more than 19 years because prior to um, being a Reiki practitioner, then becoming a Reiki master, I also did other stuff like I studied ear candling and I just had a curiosity about bodies. So I've actually been doing this stuff for over 20 years and loving it. And I'm really grateful to all of you who um, every, you know, who are choosing um to do stuff in your lives, whether it's with me or with somebody else, you know, just choosing to create something greater for you and your body to have more ease is actually contributing to the whole planet. So I just want to say thank you to all of you who are actually choosing that to contribute to your bodies. So if you would like to contact me, if you have questions about anything, again, you can find me on my website, melitzajelenic.com. You can Facebook friend me. You can Twitter um, follow me so many things you can choose. So, And you can also check out my YouTube channel. I have a lot of stuff with puppets on there, but I have a few videos that are just me as well um, with little tips and tools, a lot of humor. Uh, at least it's funny to me, so that's why I keep choosing it. Um, so now, now I have no segue, which I usually have a sort of segue, but I have a segue for today. Um, I am really thrilled to be sharing with you guys some of the information that I have gathered from... Um, from some people. So last night I had this uh, ta-da moment and I was like, oh, I'm going to ask um, some guys what their point of view is on what women assume in sex and relationships. So I did. So I sent out, you know, a bunch of notes all over uh, social media on Facebook to uh, to ask guys about this. Um, so if I didn't get to send you a note, I apologize. And I would love to hear your feedback on it too, um, possibly for a future show. So some of the insights led to a list of 25 things that I've gathered. Um, one of the things that I can look at collectively with all this data that I've gathered is that men are actually way more kind than we women have given them credit for. That is uh, one thing I'm aware of, or at least the men I know and the men that I've chosen to speak to are. Um, you know, I do know there are those out there that choose not to be kind, but for the most part, the ones that I seem to have asked this question to um, are very kind. So the question that I asked men is, um, or, or a variation of it, um, you know, kind of maybe changed some of the language to some of them was, what is something that women assume in sex and relationship that if they were to not assume it would allow them to have more fun? So one of the things um, that I, I did find was, that um, guys in general are really willing to communicate and share with us the information and what they know. So one thing I want to say, ladies, or, you know, guys with guys or in relationship in general, whether you're with um, the other sex or whether you're with the same sex, is that, you know, people actually really like to give their feedback so they also like to be communicated with. So please ask them stuff. That's one thing that I find is, like, please don't assume you have all the answers, right? I think I did a show about that. I know I did a show about that, about not being the expert or the sexpert. It was like the willingness to ask questions can actually give you so much more information to allow you to have greater in your life. So 
these are in no particular order. It's not like a countdown of, you know, 25. It's just that I have a list. So one of them on the list is that men find, one of the men um, found that women uh, think that men have to be good looking to be good lovers. So I thought that was interesting because um, physicality is one thing. And for me, a lot of it is energetic. So if you are, you know, physically stunning and on the, you know, maybe everybody sees you as quite good looking and you're on the cover of magazines and your energy is like, Wah, chances of me finding you attractive are pretty low to none. It's not that you're not attractive, it's that it doesn't work for me, right? And and not that I would work for you either. I don't operate very well from a place of judgment. So um, if the person is happens to be good looking and ener the energy is also congruent with who they are and there's a kindness and there is a caring, then there's a bonus. So one of the other things, what I thought that was kind of a fun one because it's not that I've, I have personally assumed that if you're good looking, you're going to be a good lover. But I do think that there are quite a few women out there that have that. And that's why I have sites like Tinder available. You know, you can look at a person for a second, um, judge the crap out of them and then choose whether you choose them or not. So um, we're going to go on to number two. So I, you know, and again, these are all just guys I know. Um, so they might want to, you know, just in your own uh, opinion, you might have more information than what I'm sharing. Um, in your own experience, you might totally disagree with me. That's all. Just information. Take what you like and leave the rest. And I, so number two, I'm just being, um, looking at my, sorry about that. So number two is um, that women assume that men want women to smell, look, and taste a certain way. So this is from uh, my friend Papa Pierre, who from uh, East Coast Canada. And I love that one because he was actually the only one who asked um, or mentioned smell. And for me, smell is a huge factor. So, and smell has actually been something that I had a point of view that maybe I stunk or something. So I actually would like get into a bit of a fear mode and the fear mode itself would create like this smell in my body. So my body's funny that way. Like when I am feeling like possibly threatened, physically threatened or something, my body will give off this odor. I'm a bit like a skunk. So it is, um, it is kind of funny because smell does have an impact and yet there was only one guy who mentioned smell. A lot of guys did mention looks. And a lot of guys that mentioned looks, uh, a lot of my buddies who said that women assume that they have to look a certain way to be attractive. Um, and what I heard from the majority of men is that guys like to touch women. And essentially, they really like skin. They don't care if your bum is big. They don't care if your boobs are big. You know, having some clean teeth is great, but essentially they like skin, skin on skin, skin on skin, skin on skin. One of them, um, Connor Hill, actually, who has been on this show, he was on the show when I first started it a couple of years ago. I spoke with him about this and he had actually mentioned that his greatest turn on is skin. 
He's like, girls think they need to have the perfect Victoria's Secret body. They don't. He just likes skin. And if he can be near skin and touch skin, he's super happy. So how cool is that? You know, that is like truly coming from a place of no judgment. It's just like a total desire to contribute to bodies. And I adore that. It's so fun. So I think I can get another one of these in before we go to break. I know we can. Another one that I thought was fun, a chunk of these came from Connor uh, Hill, actually, because I was speaking with him on uh, on Skype. Um, some of the other ones have come from listeners like uh, my friend Michael, who's also spoken on the show before, and another friend of mine named Trevor, uh, like I mentioned, Papa Pierre. And then I also got information from... Um, a young guy who sometimes writes to me on Facebook and his name is Daniel. So Daniel, if you're listening um, and I wanted to hear his point of view because he's uh, about 20 or under 20 and I wanted to hear from his point of view as well about what, um, what he knows. So the one from Connor as well was that women assume that Caucasian men don't like booty. So they assume that only black men like booty. So if you've got booty, Connor Connor was kind of like, hey, I like booty. I like big booty. So he's like, women, please don't assume that just because a guy is Caucasian that he doesn't like big booty because I know for a fact that my husband likes big booty and there are men out there that like big booty that are Caucasian. So there is a conclusion and an assumption that we just kind of destroyed. Do you remember that word assume makes an ass out of you and me? So please stop doing that to me. I don't like being made an ass of. So ladies out there, if you do have big booty, there are men of all colors, sizes that will like your booty. If you have little booty, you know what? They're going to like your booty regardless because you know what? Apparently when it comes down to it, it's all about the skin. So how does it get any freaking more fun than that. I really love that. It actually created a lot of ease in my world where I'd been judging me for my maybe my body, uh, where I'd been judging um, body size parts to just hear from uh, a man's perspective that isn't my husband to hear that it's really just like, hey, I like skin. Skin's good. So I guess that's why we have strip joints. Men like to see skin, look at skin, touch skin. How does it get any better than that? I have 22 more of these wonderful things from men that I would love to share with you guys. So how about I do that when we come back from break? And we're going to head off to break now. And please join me and stick with me here on The Pleasure Zone. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? 
What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. Beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada, 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at melitzayelenich.com now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich. And tonight, uh, we're, or today, I'm talking about the top things that men think women assume in sex and relationships. So I have, um, let me just go back to my list, because we got to number three there. And number three was that, uh, women assume that Caucasian men don't like booty, but apparently they do. Men like booty, men like skin. And another one uh, is from uh, my friend Max, and his and he's been on the show as well. And he says that women tend to assume that men like sex more than women do. And I like that point of view because I think there is a an, uh, kind of like society has actually put that on us. There's been like a lot of information. They say that men think about sex every fucking two seconds and women don't, um, which I get is actually not true. And one of the articles I read, Dr. Ruth Westheimer, um, actually did say that that belief is starting to go to the wayside and they're starting to acknowledge that women do think about and do desire sex more than they were maybe willing to admit to. I think as we move out of the Victorian values uh, and into something different, we're starting to get that women actually do really like sex more than they wanted to admit to. It's like if you liked sex before, that made you a prostitute or it made you, um, you know, a porn star or a naughty girl or somebody gross or, you know, dirty, right? You were just dirty for liking it. Um, so I think women now are caring less about what other people think and are choosing what works for them. So I think assuming that men like sex more than we do is starting to change. Um, and we're actually starting to acknowledge that we like it just as much as they do. Um, and this one uh, is kind of consistent with a few men, although the first person that I got this information from is a friend of mine, Trevor. And he says that a lot of women assume that it's over when the guy comes. And I was like, okay, tell me more. So he was, uh, what his information was was that a lot of women uh, just think that, uh, that that's the main goal. So that's it. It's like all they want to do is get their rocks off and then it's all done. Um, 
And I've mentioned, so I mentioned that point to a few guys, and they all said, "Oh no, that's when it just starts. Like that's just the beginning of it." So, yeah, they guys are actually almost um, dismayed by the fact that women think that when a guy comes, it's all done and all over. Uh, for the guys I know, um, and if you ladies want to meet the guys that I know. Um, it is actually completely not true. And they would way prefer to play longer. And they're just really, you know, they're just kind of like, um, when I mentioned it to Connor, he said, yeah, it's kind of like you just took the cork off the champagne and now it's time to pour it all over the place and have fun. So that's like really when a guy comes the first time, that's taking the cork off and the rest is like all about the enjoyment. So how much more fun can you have after that? So, uh, you know, I know a lot of funny guys. How lucky am I? So um, another one is that uh, women assume that men want to be in control. And I heard that from several guys. I heard that from, I believe, uh, yes, I believe Max mentioned that. I believe, yeah, some of the other guys mentioned it. I didn't, like, write all their names beside everything. But uh, I am mentioning their names to in gratitude for their information. So that the one thing about uh you know men thinking that or women assuming that men want to be in control is that sometimes when a woman actually chooses to be in control it can be an amazing gift to a man so i'll just give you an example so if you were willing to be the dominant um person in the real, in the relationship even if it's a one night stand just to be willing to be the dominant energy um, not by trying to overpower or overwhelm unless that's something he's into, but more like choosing something that you know will create greater. So what if what actually creates greater is that you do take control, you fully and thoroughly enjoy his body, and you walk away, leaving them totally satisfied. And you know what? Your body might be totally satisfied too. So I find um, a lot of times that the men have the point of view that it's their job to get you turned on first. Um, and, you know, for me, most of the time I am turned on. I pretty much feel like I walk around turned on. For example, like the other day I was uh, looking up a hotel to stay at um, um, for somewhere that I'm going. And I thought, oh, like how, oh, how, what kind of beautiful, you know, elegant place can I stay at and I found this one it was an amazing price and everything about it turned me on all the pictures of even the bathrooms of the beds of the swimming pool of the location it was all like wow that's awesome I get turned on by things that are not always just being touched so I think that is is one thing is that um, women may assume uh that it is the guy's job to turn them on. But what if it's actually way more fun to take control, um, turn him on, and thoroughly enjoy his body and walk away? That's just a little fun that you could have. So another one on the list is that women assume that men can read their minds. Yep, this is a big one for Connor. He was really like, women's 
please stop doing this. We cannot, even if we are aware of what's in your minds, we're not sure and we don't really want to say it because, you know, you could explode on us. So men are actually kind of intimidated even if they do know what's going on, if they're aware of it. Um, Use verbal communication. It can clarify a lot of things. And be clear with your communication. Unless you get turned on by playing games with guys and going, no, I'm not mad at you, but you really are, just say, look, right now I'm mad. I don't know what to tell you. I have no words for this right now. Come back to me, or can I come back to you when I'm ready to talk? Awesome. You know, if we could just be clear with each other, we could have way more fun in sex and relationships. I think clarity is pretty freaking awesome. So, uh, another one, this is another one from Connor. He said, He's on several occasions. He's actually gone out and, uh, you know, been at bars or whatever and bought women drinks. And he's had women refuse receiving a drink from him, um, and have turned to him and actually said, "I'm not going to sleep with you." And he's like, "I was just buying you a drink. Is that okay? Would you like a drink?" Um, or that he would pay for their drink when they have ordered one or something. And apparently, they get right offended. So. Women, will you please start receiving from men, even if it's a drink? You don't have to jump to the conclusion that he wants to sleep with you. And even if he does want to sleep with you, what if you receive that judgment? How lucky are you that he finds you sexy and attractive and would like to have sex with you? That doesn't mean you have to say yes. So don't assume you have to say yes just because he's gifted you something. All right, now that we're clear on that, the other one is... um, because we have so many to go, and I'm going to get through all of them and then kind of review. Uh, another one is that guy women assume that guys like porn-style sex. Now, guys might like watching it. They might, you know, be curious about it. For the most part, a lot of guys are not into porn-style sex. That's actually a consistent one that I found with the men that I spoke with. They just really like touch and bodies and not really interested in having to like go porn style all the time. Um, They do like play. And so to not think that you have to go porn style. And so I asked him for more information on that. And he said that in his experience that he has had women um, just try and get down and dirty and give – give blowjobs that are like deep-throating blowjobs. And he said it wasn't actually attractive because she wasn't turned on at all. And she was trying to like force pleasure on him. Um, and she's, his take on it was like, you know, guys don't necessarily like it porn style. They like to be seduced a little bit. They like to have their bodies enticed and they like to be um, enjoyed. So porn style sex is not really about enjoying the body. Um, it's also assuming that all men do is watch porn all day and that's the only thing that gets them off. Again, that's quite the assumption and quite the conclusion, not always true. So another one is that women assume they can't tell a guy what they like in bed. Um, Again, consistently, men like to actually have information. So if you don't tell them during sex, like move a little to the left, then please tell them in advance, like, hey, you know what, when you do this or this, this really turns me on. Because you know what, 
as much as you like to turn a guy on, they like to turn you on. So don't assume that, you know, they aren't interested in foreplay. Don't assume that. Because um, a lot of women assume that men don't like foreplay. That's also on the list. Um, from the men that I've interviewed, they do like foreplay, and they would like to be able to just have sex for hours and hours and hours, including the foreplay, including um, the copulation, and then including more after foreplay with more copulation. If they could, they'd probably like to have sex for an entire day or two straight, um, you know, and their schedules might not permit it. So for as much time as they possibly can, they would love, love, love to be um, enjoying your body as a lover, whether you're the man lover or the woman lover for that man. But I would like you guys to know that if you are with somebody who really enjoys bodies, um, chances are you're going to have a lover who would like to play with you for more than like 10 minutes at a time. So, and if you aren't with somebody who really enjoys bodies, just to be aware of that, because the you know, there are a percentage of people on the planet who don't actually enjoy sex. So if you are somebody who does, you might want to ask some questions and uh, follow the energy so that you can be with the person who does enjoy bodies and sex um, with no point of view. Because ladies, they're out there. Guys, those guys are out there. Ladies and guys, doesn't matter who you are, but those people are out there and they are willing to enjoy your body and for you to enjoy your body as well. So I think part of the that part with the not telling people what they like, you know, is that unwillingness to communicate. Um, and really, communication, guys, is really key for so much of this. So I'm going to communicate a little bit more with you guys. Um, but first, we're going to head to break here on The Pleasure Zone. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? 
For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beinguclass.com. My gift to you, beinguclass.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at melitzayelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich, And uh, tonight, uh, today, I'm speaking about uh, some of the things that men think that women assume in sex and relationships. Um, so there's been quite a few. And one of them, um, I don't know if I, oh, I think I'll mention that one last, actually. Yeah. So, um so number, I guess we're like at around number 10 or 11 or something because I've jumped back and forth, um, is, yes, yeah, so that women assume that they can't tell a guy what they like in bed. I think we mentioned that. Um, please do tell guys what you like in bed because every woman is different. You can't assume, like Connor said, that they can read your mind. Um, one of the other things he mentioned is that there's an exchange rate, is if, if I do this for you, you do this for me, um, like that there's always something to equalize. Um, and that's not required. You can just gift, you can receive. But I do get that there is this underlying thing um, with sex and relationships that people think there is an exchange rate going on uh, somehow. So they're always trying to either make up for it or not do it because they feel like they have to somehow make up for it. Anyway, it's all cute and all an assumption. Um, and I did mention that we assume that men don't like foreplay, which is a big fat lie according to the men that I know. The other one is that assumption men feel like that there's this put thing put on them that women assume that all men like big boobs. Again, not true because apparently men like skin in general. They just like skin. And the men who do tell you they like this over that are probably operating from a lot of judgment and point of view. So maybe I just know a lot of men that aren't operating from judgments and points of view. Also, um, that women assume that men are turned on visually. Um, and that's kind of going back to the possibility that really it's like they like the touch, they like the smell. Like Papa Pierre says, he likes the smell and the taste. And the another one that I really liked is that women assume that um, or they expect to be a priority in a man's life, um, sex life or other life in, as in relationships, even if his schedule doesn't permit it. So Trevor mentioned this one, and he was saying that, um, you know, uh, guys will, like, they do desire having you in their life. It's just that they often create so much other stuff going on that it doesn't always fit in. And when they they truly do wish to fit you in, they will always find a way to. So um, even if it's for a few minutes, they'll find a way to fit you in. So acknowledge when they do fit you in that it's that they that is when they're making you a priority. So I thought it was an interesting um, way to put it. Uh, I'm not saying it directly how he said it, but uh, giving you the essence of it. 
Um, his mention also was that women settle for less and should ask for more in the sack. And I like that. Again, I'm paraphrasing, but he was saying that women could really start to ask for more um, instead of just kind of going, yeah, okay, that's good enough. Um, he's suggesting women to ramp up your receiving and start asking for more and more and more. He didn't use the words ramp up receiving, but I get that he was saying, you know, women, you can ask for way more. You don't have to settle for less. So, um yeah, from an energetic standpoint, ramp up your receiving. So that was a really great piece to me because for me, um, you know, I just like probably have for a long time just went, yeah, okay, thank you, that was great, that was good enough. Um, instead of kind of going, wow, great, and how does it get any better than that? And how does it get any better than that? So the more we do that, the more we can receive from the other person, the more fun we can have, um, what a great joy, and, and it's such a great joy from from the man's perspective, according to the men I know, to be the giver. They love it. They actually love that to be pleasing a woman's body. Um, the men I spoke to, uh, you know, are all choosing uh, women primarily as lovers that I'm aware of. Um, I can't assume that, but all the ones I've spoken to were. So... Um, you know, this may be different with men and men. I'm just going with the information I've received. So uh, let's see where else we've got. That uh, Also, that <laughs> another one from Papa Pierre is that in relationships, people assume there's a seven-year itch because we've been told about it. Um, that because, you know, your bodies regenerate their cells every seven years completely, that something changes in you, um, and, you know, things slough off and die. And Papa Pierre said, what if it's not the seven-year itch? You have to keep in mind that Papa Pierre has a French-Canadian accent, and he's kind of like a drunk elf. Um, that what if there is no seven-year itch? Maybe it's just time to take out the compost. Maybe there's something smelling rotten, and you just need to take it out and change it up. So... Thank you, Papa Pierre, for that information. So my friend Michael from Reno, um, he's given me a few of these on this list as well. But in conversations before, we've had a lot of uh, conversations. And um, today's bit of information when he wrote to me was that he said that women assume that it takes a big penis um, to actually have an orgasm. Um, and I have to agree with Michael that women do assume that, and it's so not true. Um you know, it isn't. It's not even necessarily the motion of the ocean, ladies, because we can say that all we like. What I truly know about it is, it's the energy of the person, of the being. Like, I could have a person give me an orgasm from across the room when they're being an energy that's the invitation to that. So the penis is not the key to it. It's truly the energy. Um, a friend of mine from grade school, Steve, Stephen, um, he his take on it was that women assume that they're not sexy, which I thought was a pretty freaking cool response because I think most women either assume they're not sexy or pretend to be sexy or are proving that they're sexy. Uh, they're not just being it. So, you know, from his point of view, pretty much women are sexy. So that's awesome too. Um, and also the whole part with women thinking that they shouldn't take control, like as if it's not their job to take control. He mentioned a little bit about that too. Um, 
And the assumption from women that they think it's their job to satisfy the man, Max mentioned that. And I think once we do the assumption of I'm supposed to satisfy you and we go into the conclusion and the expectation and the judgment and all that stuff, the energy gets so dense and so blah that it it's like it's almost tragic. The situation becomes very tricky and um, it's kind of daunting actually. So if we don't assume that it's our job to satisfy the man and we can ask for more in bed, in the sack, in relationships, and men can ask for more. And just that we don't expect that that has to be, um, you know, has to show up a certain way, then we can start to receive way more. It's so fun. Um, so I have a friend from India who says that uh, women assume that men don't want to know their ideas. So I think that's very interesting, too. So that's Sachin. He's from India, and he says that, and maybe that's a cultural thing, too, because a lot of women in India are not really um, allowed to vocalize what they desire. So it could be a cultural thing from his perspective, too, that women are are not really honored in a way. Uh, their ideas are not honored or um, any of that. Like they're not really willing, allowed to share maybe even what they would like in bed. So even in life. So it's interesting the information I got, you know, cross-culturally and age-wise too. So um, one of the ones that I got is from Daniel, who I believe Daniel is about 20 or just under 20. And he said that um, women assume that men are not intimidated by them. He put it a little differently. He basically said that um, women uh, don't know that men are scared of them. And I think I kind of talked to him about it, and I said, "Is it scared or is it intimidated?" Um, you know, and he was like, "Oh yeah, no, it's intimidated." And even though he's 19, I think that that kind of rings true for quite a few men until they start to acknowledge the greatness they be. And as soon as you you start to acknowledge the greatness you be, whether you're a man or a woman, then you start to have sort of a, a knowing and a confidence that even if a person rejects you. Um, that doesn't mean you're garbage, and it doesn't mean you have to reject yourself. It just means they're not choosing you in that 10 seconds. So, you know, that intimidation um, can come across when you feel like you're not worthy or something. And truth is, you are worthy. Just the person might not choose you because, you know, just like one day you might choose to eat a sandwich and the next day you might choose to have soup. It doesn't mean that the soup or the sandwich isn't worthy. It's just a choice. Another thing, um, and I did ask about this too, is um, one-night stands. Do men actually care about women um, during one-night stands? And uh, quite a few of them said that they actually look back and they remember them and they're grateful for them. And some of them even said that even if it was like a prostitute that they were with, they still remember it. So there is this kind of caring that goes on. It isn't like you're just totally forgotten in garbage. Um, so I would like to encourage both men and women to be grateful for the person they're with, even if it's for a night or if it's for a year or if it's for 20 years. The gratitude um, can eliminate a lot of that you're an asshole energy. And and it's so much more true to you and um, 
and who you be. Like it's so much more true that you're grateful than that you don't care. Just because you slept with somebody once uh, doesn't make you an asshole. It just might mean that you cared about them in that moment and now you're choosing something else. Um, Because you know what? We'll even turn ourselves into assholes for stuff like that. So please stop doing that to yourself and just acknowledge that you actually do care and you care even if it's in that moment. You care for them uh, for that one night stand or however long you're choosing it. And you care for them and they might actually care back for you. thing is, if you are choosing to be with somebody and you get the energy of zero gratitude, it's kind of like zero gravity, but when you get the energy of zero gratitude, um, it's still a choice to be with them or not or to copulate with them or not. Uh, I would just encourage you to ask some questions like, is that what you truly desire? Or do you desire to be with somebody who is grateful for you and is grateful for your body, even if it's only for a one-night stand? So um, I think there's been a lot of miscommunication that goes on with men and women. Um, and I, I've got gained so much information from the guys uh, over the last 24 hours with asking that question to them. And I really love the, the encouragement from the men uh, for the women to ask for more and to communicate with them what, they would, you know, what you would like in, in the sack. So we're going to wrap up this show in about 10 minutes. And um, in the meantime, we're going to head to break. And when we come back, we're just going to look at everything and uh, see what else I'm aware of when we come back to break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. Hey, everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. 
to participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich, and today's program has been about all the assumptions, um, or at least what men think women assume about sex and relationships. So when I read some of this list, it's like I looked at for myself, like where have I been that and done that? Um, and women, I encourage you to do that. I encourage you to look at the list. And again, there is way more information out there, I'm sure. Um, I interviewed like 10 guys, and I'm sure if I interviewed 100, I'd have 100 things to talk about or 200 things to talk about Um, because every man has a different experience with this. Um, And if you are a woman who's with women, you'll probably find there's different information there as well. So please look at these things and like ask, where have I been that and done that? And is now the time to change it? So... Like, where have I assumed that good-looking men will be good lovers? Okay, so everywhere I've been that and done that, if I destroy and uncreate all that, then what else can show up in my life? Maybe there are lovers that I didn't know were good-looking. I couldn't see it, although, again, I have a different point of view on things. So for ladies who are looking at men superficially and you're like, oh, you're good-looking, therefore you're a good lover – Please, like, if that's been working for you, keep choosing it. If you find that you just keep on getting guys who don't care about you at all, you might want to ask, you know, is it true? Is he going to be a good lover? Is he going to be fun? Is he going to be kind? Um, Ask some questions and destroy and uncreate everywhere that you have the assumption that good-looking men will be kind or good lovers. Again, with all of these, right, if you assume that um, you have to look, smell, or taste a certain way in order for men to like you, destroy and uncreate all that. Just like there's a million different kinds of foods on the planet and different flavors, not everybody eats the same food. Not everybody will like the same taste of, um, you know, during oral sex. So your flavor might be the hit flavor for the person you're with, And it might not be yummy at all to somebody else. So just because one person doesn't like your flavor doesn't mean there isn't somebody else that will like your flavor or your smell or your taste. So um, I think, you know, if you could just stop trying to, like, falsify your smell by, like, overloading it with perfume, that would be great, too, because that was a conversation I got into. Is like, guys actually like kind of more of the natural smell. They like how women smell. Um, yeah, so they don't need to, you know, maybe a little perfume, but don't bathe in it. So women also assuming that Caucasian men don't like booty. Well, that's cute, right? So if you do have booty and you've been judging yourself for not willing to receive, um, you know, all men, if you've, like, classified yourself as I've got big booty so I can only receive black men because only black men will like me but now you've eliminated all Caucasian Asian um, all like every possibility mix that is possible on the planet every possible shade of skin you've eliminated them because you have the conclusion that only black men like big booty 
You've cut off a lot of receiving, my friend, so how about you destroy and uncreate all those points of view on that and all those assumptions? Um, also, where you assume that men might like sex more than you do, you may actually be cutting off a lot of the places um, that you have you know, sexual energy because you're like, well, he'll probably want more sex than I do, so I just can't be bothered. But you might actually be way more turned on than you knew you were. So I encourage you to look at where you've assumed that guys are more horny than you are. Um, also, to destroy and uncreate everywhere that you assume that it's over when he comes, because it's not, right? <clears throat> so literally, looking at every one of these 25 things um, and just destroying and uncreating it would be great. So I'm actually going to write an article I've got it pretty much written. Just the list of 25 is going to be available on A to Zen um, as, uh, as something that you can look at. So that should be up in the next couple of weeks, I would think. I'll have it done in the next few days, so it'll just be a matter of when it actually gets up um, and available on the radio station's site. So check that out when it comes available, and you can use that. Um, and that way you can go through the list and literally destroy and uncreate all your points of view about all of those. Uh, what I know is even through these conversations, it's created a lot of awareness for me um, and made me kind of really wonder, like, where am I being that and doing it? So I am really excited to change some of that stuff for myself. And if it can contribute to you, I'm thrilled to be and do that for you. So yeah, there will be a bit of an article that goes along with the points. Um, and yeah, I'm glad to contribute that to you guys. Um, really changed something for me when I heard Connor just say, I just really like skin. Skin, man, it doesn't matter what, what shape or size. I just like skin. Give me skin. And when I heard him say that, I actually got that that's true for so many men. They just haven't verbalized it. They thought they just liked the skin of boobs or bums, but... It's actually true for way more men than we even care to acknowledge. So, guys, this show is about to come to a close. So please do look for the article on the site. Um, and I may even put it in my website as well when I have a chance. So please look for that. And uh, in the meantime, I hope you guys have an amazingly beautiful week. I hope this show has contributed to you so that you can have more ease in relationships and sex so you can stop assuming and stop making an asset of you and me. Have an amazing week. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.